Welcome to the Healthy Family Project by Produce for Kids, covering the hot topics in the world of health, food, and family with a dose of fun. Well, today is a big day. We are celebrating episode 10 in the Healthy Family Project's first season. This time last year, as I was sifting through all of the useful content we have on produceforkids.com, I realized there had to be another way to bring this content to life for busy families, and the podcast world seems to be that place. So we are loving sharing with you and having conversations about tough topics that we all face and finding resolutions for those. So today we are talking to a retail dietitian, and a lot of you might be wondering, what is a retail dietitian? That's a kind of a fancy word, I guess, if you will. Um, and really, how can, can this person help my family? And so that's exactly what we want to talk about today. So your grocery store may offer some of these services, and they may even be free, um, you know, the nutrition services. So today we're going to talk to Anne LaRue, who is a corporate dietitian at Hannaford Supermarkets. Hannaford Supermarkets have been around the block a few times, starting, as you guessed it, a fresh produce vendor in Portland, Maine, way back in 1883. That's a really long time ago. And now the grocer has 181 stores from Maine to New York. So some of our listeners may be shoppers at Hannaford. Um, So Anne formerly worked in actual stores where shoppers were looking for assistance. So she worked one-on-one with shoppers but has since moved into the role of a corporate dietitian. And Anne is a part of a team of 34 dietitians located throughout 61 of the Hannaford locations. Anne works in a variety of settings in in addition to Hannaford. She consults in long-term care and assisted living facilities, sees clients from all over the U.S. through online coaching, and writes for a national obstacle racing company on the topic of nutrition and fueling athletic performance. She loves the variety that her job provides and feels as though they keep her nimble on a variety of nutrition topics for all ages and walks of life. So without further ado, let's get on with Anne and get the inside scoop. Welcome, Anne. We are really excited to talk to you today and get the scoop on how grocery store dietitians can help families. Yeah, thank you for having me. Very excited to be able to share the Hannaford Dietitian story. Wonderful. So before we get started, I always like to ask our guests what inspired them to venture into their current field or project. I really think it helps us understand the personal side of who we are talking with. So for me, it really stemmed from a selfish area in that it it was intriguing to me learning more in the field of nutrition. I grew up, you know, a really inactive, overweight child in my household. My parents really showed a lot of love through food. We didn't have a whole lot. And so that was one of the areas that were things that we could afford. And so that was kind of their way of showing us love and keeping us happy. And of course, some of the easiest to access foods aren't always the best ones. So there wasn't a whole lot of homemade. And I mean, my parents were great, but there was a lot of, it was during a time when there was a lot of that um, really new and exciting to me anyways, food coming up and, you know, things like um, different fast foods, restaurants and everything right. like that. So that was me too. TV dinners yeah. all the way. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so un- unfortunately I grew up loving those items. And then I finally realized I went in the 
the Navy. And so things changed a little bit there. I started to understand how food and activity really, how they made me feel in a positive way. And I wanted to keep that going. And after I got out of the service, I had money for college at that point. So I started looking into different career paths. And that's when I came across the field of nutrition and dietetics and not even realizing that was a field before. So got, that got me really excited. And once I started learning, just the, the excitement and the passion for it really just never went away. And to this day, it's such an ever-changing world that it's something something new every every week. Well, that's wonderful. I feel like it's so magical, I guess is the word, that if you can find a field that you, where you have that passion and you have that life experience that has led you to do what you do. And it's really interesting that you said that you realized how you felt, because I think that that is important for families to understand that once you make some changes and you see how you feel, you have that extra energy, you have that extra bounce in your step, you have, you know, you're not tired, then it's, it makes so much sense, you know, from a, that family standpoint, like, hey, look at this, we're doing all of these things, we feel great, let's make that change and, and stick with it. Yeah. And I think that's the, the piece is that the people that are able to stick with it are the ones that that stick with it long enough to, that their body can reap those benefits. And I feel like it takes, you know, two to four weeks of consistency before you really start to feel the changes. And once you feel that, you just don't want to give it up. I think we all have heard enough and inherently know to eat the good foods. But once you feel that feeling, and what's interesting is the more of those good foods that you take in, the more you are aware when you do decide to have something else that maybe you would have previously had or go out to that fast food place, how much uh, instantly you can feel the negative effects from that. And that's oh, not yeah. to say that, right? <laughs> that's not to say that I'm not perfect. And that, you know, I, I definitely, I have, I do enjoy sweets and I like to have those, but when I have them, I definitely feel mm -hmm. uh, differently. Whereas before my body was so used to it that I didn't even, I didn't, I wasn't aware that there was a difference just because like I said, my body it was used to getting that sort of thing. So when I wouldn't have, I don't think I would have even, if somebody was trying to tell me years ago, I wouldn't have been able to understand what they meant when you say, when they said you feel differently. I had, it was something I had to experience it, experience myself. And I think, like I said, once people experience that for themselves, it finally clicks like, oh, I can feel like this. This is great. It definitely is. I know my older daughter, um, you know, she, I, I'm kind of letting her guide herself and let her stomach yeah. tell her, you know, I, I give her the, the tools, but you know, she's testing the waters and I, and she definitely will say to me, wow, I, you know, that looked really good and it, it tasted really good, but I don't feel so good. And I'm like, yeah. okay, yes, this is, you know, this is your body talking to you and you've got to listen to it. And so just getting through those two to four weeks though, I know can be hard, but we all know the answer and, and pushing through and feeling great is, is the goal. So, yeah. well, so I think we should kick this off with a little bit about Hannaford stores and the support that your dietitian team provides to families. Yeah. So Hannaford has a really excellent and now robust dietitian program. We're, you know, we're 34 dietitians in 61 stores all over, you know, five states, Maine, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Vermont, and New York. And the goal of the program 
is to really help families, you know, not just families, individuals finding creative ways to do so many things with food. We know that shoppers are just as curious as we are about nutrition, but they may be a little bit more confused. So we're there to, uh, you know, help guide them through some of those confusing nutrition. I call it like information overload with nutrition these days. You just, everywhere you turn, there's something different. You don't know. It's confusing. What's Right. You don't know what's right anymore and, and you don't want to feel like you're doing something wrong. So we're able to, you know, anytime in the store, a customer might just be walking through and they see us and they say, hey, I heard this on the news this morning. Can you tell me a little bit about that? And we work to really try to help people navigate through what they heard and why that may or may not be appropriate for them. And then if it is, we can go directly at that time to the aisle or wherever it is and say, hey, here's a couple examples of some foods that would help you incorporate that. And so it really gives us the perfect platform right in the store that this is where the person does their groceries anyways. So they're used to being in there. They're used to what they buy. So we can just help guide them. You know, perhaps there's one thing that we can swap out to take them down their path. So um, we also do weekly demonstration recipes. So every week uh, is a different topic. If we try to keep it relevant, we try to keep it ever-changing. So 52 weeks out of the year, there's 52 different topics. And so each week we have a different theme with different handouts that help keep it simple and explain it really, really well and in ways you can put it into use. And then we also have a few recipes, including one demonstration recipe that we go through. So you're able to not only learn what the topic is, but then you're able to see the ingredients that help support that. And then you could even taste the recipe before you decide whether or not you want to go mm -hmm. home and try it. So, you know, so there's those pieces. We do free classes, excuse me, classes and store tours, either for groups like Boy Scouts. We'll do it for um, local doctor's offices, anybody we can connect with really to say, hey, what is your service in the community? What group of people do you have? And how can we get that group in the store and we can help guide a tour around anything that you guys are, are learning? You know, we've had local Weight Watcher groups come in. We've had cancer survivor groups come in. And we do a lot with just, you know, kids cooking and things like that. So, um, but really any topic that you can think of, our dietitians have either already covered it and are going to again, or we'd love to create a personalized group just around whatever you need. That's wonderful. And I think what maybe sometimes people don't realize at your stores is that these services there's, are free, correct? There's free absolutely. of charge. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. The program is primarily funded by sponsors of some really great companies, you know, such as uh, Fresh Express, Salad Kits. We have Cabot, which, which gives us some really good, you know, uh, Greek yogurt and some reduced fat cheeses. And Cedars with hummus, we have Smart Water, Zico. So we have a whole variety of, of sponsors that are nutritionally, we've overlooked them and we said, yes, we want to support them and they want to support us. So that really allows us the opportunity to be in the store and providing the services, like you said, for for free to customers, which can be huge. You know, you go to the doctor's office, you pay for that visit and that's already out of pocket. So we can pick up for free and take whatever you were told in the doctor's office and you come in and we can help you carry that out. So we're kind of that continuum of, of care. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really great to be part of a program that can provide the free services. 
Well, that's wonderful. It's the perfect circle because as you said, there's a lot of confusion and I think your doctor will say, you know, here's the deal. Here's what the, you know, diagnosis or what's going to be coming down the pike if you don't make some changes. And so when they leave the doctor's office, I think oftentimes you just don't know what where to go or right. this lifestyle change or even like you said, the confusion of every morning on TV, it's something different. Like peanut butter is bad. No, peanut butter is good. Oh, don't drink coffee. Oh, drink five cups of coffee. It's like, what right. do I do? <laughs> right, right, right. And even if we think about like, I mean, the stress of a, of a, of a mom or a dad in a pediatric office who is trying to figure out, you oh, know, maybe they're going in and they're working mm-hmm. with something with their child and they're told, you know, oh, okay, that your child needs more protein or they need more calcium and, you know, have to work on their immune system and, you know, they're already maybe scared or just exhausted from whatever's going on. And then they hear these things in the office and it all makes sense, but then they know their child might be a picky eater or they know Mm -hmm. that, you know, funds are limited or whatnot. So what can (laughs) they do? And that's where they can come into the store and we're able to say, Hey, we can help you shop healthy on a budget. We can help you, you know, show ways to sneak different veggies into your child. And we can find different proteins that even maybe your child is, you know, maybe your family is vegan or vegetarian. We can help make sure that they're getting in the protein they need, but also the other uh, vitamins and minerals that they may be missing from not having those animal products. We can definitely help get a well-rounded nutrition approach in no matter what that is. So. Awesome. Well, and I will just just so listeners know in the show notes, I will link up to, um, you know, where you can get more information if you are in a Hannaford store area and you have a group that you, you know, want to reach out or need more information in the show notes. We'll have links so you can easily access all of that. Yeah. And the website link that you'll have in there is great because you can actually go on the healthy eating tab and you can really, they make searching and finding your dietitian really easy because it's listed out by store. It's listed out by state. And then you click on your state. It'll pick up all, it'll bring to you to a section where all of the Hannaford stores within that state that have a dietitian. Um, And then it'll show you the list and you can click on it if your store is there and it'll take you right to their current schedule with their email and everything. So that's awesome. And, and no worries either, because on that webpage, you'll also see that if your store doesn't have a dietitian, it gives you the contact information to reach out to me as the online dietitian. So that's really helpful just in case you happen to be in an area that doesn't have a Hannaford dietitian in the store just yet. Great. Wow. User-friendly. I like that. Yes. <laughs> Gotta be. Yes. Well, awesome. So your team is busy helping shoppers, um, but we do have podcast listeners all over the world at this point, which is crazy to me. You know, I'm here in Orlando, and when I look at weekly, I see, oh, people are listening, you know, from France and from Japan, and I think, oh, this awesome. is amazing. Um, so people are all over the world. Um, and might not be near a Hannaford store. So do you have advice for these listeners as how to find out if their store has a registered dietitian um, or, you know, if their grocer even has a registered dietitian like you, like the online resource, and maybe um, even know how to advocate for one if they don't? Yeah, absolutely. I think what we were just talking about, the website is the best place to start. I think what you want to be able to do is go to the go to your grocer's website and if they have a dietitian they will often they like to promote that because it's a great customer service tool so start there start by seeing if there's anything that's listed and if not 
almost always there's going to be some sort of a customer service um, number or email that you can utilize. And that's where I would say that's to reach out and double check and see, does our store have one? And then I know as far as Hannaford is concerned, we have a customer feedback form that you can click on. And so anything that a customer is looking to have in the store, whether it's a certain bread product or a certain type of produce or a dietitian, they're able to go in there and say, I would really love to see this in my store. And I think the best thing you can do is to be able to say, where is your store located? What is it you'd like to see and why you would like to see it? Um, Because I get questions pretty routinely about from customers asking me to request something be in a store. And the the truth of it is that the customer has such, I know at least in Hannaford, the customer has such a huge voice that their the customer's voice often rings louder than mine even would just because they, they want to do everything they can. So that's where I would say to start is go online, see what they have. If not, reach out to their customer service, reach out perhaps to, um, you know, any any way that you can at that higher level and let them know what you're looking for. And who knows, you may be that one additional voice that they've finally heard it enough that they're like, you know what, here's one more person asking, let's look a little further into this. Yes. And that's a good, a really good point because I know it's a hot topic and I can imagine there's grocers, you know, as they look at budgets and things like that, thinking, is this something we need or do we not need this? And so I truly believe if enough shoppers reach out and say, you know, we recognize other stores are doing this. This is something that we want. And, and that might be that one extra voice um, mm. that they need to, to make that decision. So, right. which funny story, I have one of our grocers here in Orlando, I, um, speaking of voices being heard, um, they stopped carrying a product that I really loved. And my daughter, oh. my younger daughter, really picky eater. Um, better now, but was, you know, in the toddler years and before she started into kindergarten. And um, I said, I really like I, I'm re- we're really missing this. And they special ordered it. They were no longer carrying it in the store, but they would order like a case or whatever it might be. Um, special order so that we could still purchase it there. And I was shocked. I thought, yeah. how really they, that they were able to do that? I was That's so awesome. Yeah, I think we just don't, you know, we think all oh, this grocer is so big, but shoppers really do have, um, you know, have an influence. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. Yep. So, okay. So for a long time now, you know, at Produce for Kids that, that we're all about the retail dietitians and and supporting you guys and what you do in stores and how important it is to guide families and, and guide shoppers. Um, and so I did read a little bit about an amazing program you have going on in stores and wanted to share that info with our listeners because it seems like it's certainly working. So can you tell us about the Hannaford Guiding Stars program? Absolutely. Yeah, this is a really awesome program that the store has. I'm so glad that they do. Actually, before I was a Hannaford dietitian, I worked for a local Uh, diabetes education center and we used to do monthly grocery store tours and I remember when I was brought on board my supervisor said we do the tours at Hannaford but there's a different grocer in the area and we are thinking we might try doing it there what do you think and I I automatically said you know it's Hannaford has the guiding stars and that makes it, it's such a useful tool to shopper for shoppers, no matter what your health concern is. So I'd love to keep it at Hannaford because it's, it's one more benchmark tool that people can use. And so we ended up keeping it there. So yeah, let me tell you a little bit about what it is. So 
Guiding Stars is a company. What they do is Hannaford has brought them on board. They work together. They take every product in the store, whether it's Hannaford brand or not, and they run it through an algorithm. And what they do is it's kind of like a, a little point system. So they they analyze the food using different algorithms. And what they do is they give food per 100 calories to keep it nice and equal. They give foods points when they have thing more of things that we want in them, like vitamins, minerals, fiber, whole grains, and omega-3s. Then on the flip side, they say, all right, well, that's good that you have those. We gave you the points, but now we're going to take points away if you have saturated fat, trans fat, added salt, added sugar, and artificial colors. So at the end of that, if the product has enough of the good stuff to earn enough points to outweigh the others that we don't want, then it earns stars. And so it either earns one, two, or three guiding stars. And so you can think of it like a good, better, best. So if a product doesn't earn stars, that doesn't mean that it's not a great choice. It just means that the good didn't necessarily outweigh enough. So a great way that I give people this example, and those stars are located right on the shelf tag, so it's very easy to see. And so what I say to customers is, so now we all know, like produce, everything's going to earn three guiding stars, two, three guiding stars, right? Because Mm -hmm. it's just, it's a whole food. It's great. So where can we use this the most? I tell people, this is where down the aisles, it's really helpful because there are good foods in the aisles, but it can sometimes be hard to tell because of packaging and all of that. So what you, right. So Mm -hmm. what I say, I usually give her an example is let's say you're in the cracker aisle, right? Because crackers are an entire aisle. It's insane how many crackers there are, right? So what I say to people is go down the cracker aisle and you're trying to choose a good cracker. Well, it's overwhelming. The Guiding Stars makes it so that you can automatically eliminate any of the crackers that don't have Guiding Stars on the shelf tag. Now you've just taken out, you know, 75, 80% of everything that's there. Now you can narrow it down. And from there, I say start with the best and work your way. So look for a cracker that has three Guiding Stars. Take a look at at what the cracker is. Is it one that you would like? Is it one that you'd like to try? If it is, great. Go ahead and try it. If, if it doesn't necessarily appeal to you, then now you can look for one with two stars. But So it, it weeds out all the ones that may not nutritionally be worth it. And then it gives you, okay, a good, better, best. Now, of, of these crackers remaining, which one gives me the most nutritional bang for my buck? And you can do that in the cereal aisle. It gives you the opportunity to do that with like yogurts, um, really anything, breads. So it's a really great, it's it's time saver. And for people that are looking to, you know, make good choices, but don't necessarily want to pick up every food label. What I tell people is if, you know, 80, 80% of your car, 75% of your car is filled all with items that have um, three stars or at least guiding stars, and you know that 75 to 80% of your groceries have good nutritional content. So always aim for 100% of your cart to have guiding stars, but at least, you know, you can feel good if there's the majority. I love this program. I I feel like so much of my time spent in the store is reading nutrition labels. And not to say you should not read nutrition labels, but right. this program is is very helpful because labels can be very confusing and very time consuming, especially when you have like a two-year-old hanging on your leg or, right. or someone 
you know, um, but I like your example of the cracker aisle because the cracker aisle is very overwhelming. There are a lot of cracker yeah. options. <laughs> mm, there are. And there's tons of bread, like bread, even bread. bread. Is, yes. It's a whole aisle. How did we get so crazy with all of I these things? Know. You know? I know. I'm like, can I just have two options, please? Right. Um, but yeah, so what a wonderful program. And I'm sure your shoppers appreciate that. And like I said, families too. And, and especially the people who you talk to who have been recently diagnosed with something and have to make a, a lifestyle change. And so I feel like this program is surely very helpful for them that they know they that this has been vetted and, and it has been looked at and that they can feel confident in making that purchase. Yeah. And they, and, and the guiding stars team is awesome because they know uh, just like we all do that companies don't remain the same. They're constantly changing and evolving how they yes. make their products. Right. So I was going to ask you that question actually, yeah. as I say, people change ingredients all the time. <laughs> yes. They have a whole team of people that, um, they're continually monitoring and rerunning products to make sure. And we see it happen all the time um, where products that didn't, didn't um, or did earn a star now don't, or the ones that, that didn't before now they, they do. And we, you know, I think I like to think that programs like these are raising the standard to Mm -hmm. make companies realize, look, you have to get rid of these artificial um, colors and you need mm-hmm. to start, you know, we don't need so much added sugar and added salt in these foods. And hopefully it helps them realize that, look, if your product is stacked up next to something else and that one earns stars and yours doesn't, you need to start finding out what they're doing and improve the quality. I, I hope that the program, I like to think it's helping to improve the quality of those foods, mm-hmm. you know, and really kind of driving that. So yeah, I'm, I, I love the program. I think it's not only, very informative for adults, but it's a very fun program and makes it very easy for kids also. Yes, definitely. Well, wonderful. So that is awesome. And now on to our next back to school. We are in mm. full swing. I am filling that um, all the paperwork that I'm filling out this week is <laughs> definitely here. So do you have advice for families trying to shop healthier for the new school year? Yeah, you know, I think it's uh, one thing I would say that I heard the other day that I think is so true, just with uh, they were talking about sleeping habits for kids. Don't wait until the week of or just before to start getting those sleep habits back in check. And I think the same thing is true now for eating habits and snacks and grocery shopping. You know, don't don't think about it just, you know, the week before, but really starting to ease into that now. Have the conversations with the kids now. I think the best thing that you can do is... Um, you know, involving the kids and don't take it all on your shoulders of thinking, okay, what am I going to have to pack? What are they going to want? What can I get? Make it fun, make it time that you can spend with them and really involving them. And we all know that when kids are involved in making recipes and whatnot, that they're more likely to try the food because they had a hand in it. And I think that's the same thing we, we know when we're shopping for um, snacks for school, taking them along shopping with you or having them help you as, as part of the the shopping uh, list making and really going into it and you know I try not to be too wide open of what do you want for snacks you know you don't want to just ask them that but really try to say all right so you know let's focus on we're going to eat the colors of the rainbow so each week we're going to try to incorporate a few different colors and and maybe you have a little rainbow chart that you can use and then let them choose and say okay what two fruits do you want me 
to pick up for you. And then now let's choose two vegetables and then we can, you know, check them off of the rainbow list, but really kind of involving them, letting them take that steering wheel with some Mm -hmm. sort of a guidance, you know, and the same thing with things like grains, giving them options, um, controlling what you want as far as what the options are, but then giving them a few of those to choose from. If you happen to be shopping at a Hannaford, you have the guiding stars, you know, telling them, hey, let's go in and I want you to pick out three snacks for school that earn three guiding stars. So let's mm-hmm. see if we can do that. Oh, that's uh, fun. Mm-hmm. Right. And and then letting them decide, always keeping, you know, maybe it's the dairy aisle and you're letting them choose, okay, do you want cheese sticks or do you want cottage cheese or let's try to pick a different yogurt this week and keeping it really interesting for them. I also think that it's important and I like to do this even for myself is what they take their lunch or their snacks to school in should be just as fun as, you know, school itself and, and of the the snacks. So bento boxes, you know, doing a lot with those, having really fun and colorful Tupperware. I know that, they're, you know, those things aren't really expensive, but they can make a difference. And even my lunchbox, I like to switch up my lunchbox, like maybe twice a year, just to keep it interesting. And that's not a huge thing, but it, it can just kind of like make it exciting and new again. So I think it's those little pieces that keep you wanting to put together really good food because the process of it, it itself is just fun and interesting. It really does make a difference. I know my girls, we have we have several different lunch boxes and, and I swap their lunch boxes out. Although sometimes they forget them because they're like, well, I didn't know it was mine. I was using the <laughs> other one. But, um, but we do the bento boxes and there's something to be said. It's so it's it's really amazing when I do the bento boxes. My girls like the smaller portions broken up into that like you know build it yourself or you know like one compartment has grapes, so it's not too much of anything. I think in the in the past before I discovered bento boxes, I was maybe not portioning. You know, and they were all healthy items, but I. I'd get carrots back and I'd get, you know, but now I I do smaller portions, but, you know, I fill the different boxes and they seem to, to really enjoy that. Yeah. And I think what, another thing that's great about that is that you can really emphasize, and I think you guys actually right now have it on your, your webpage or the newsletter. I got the, the rainbow of colors in there. And when you do portion things out, right, you can have your orange carrots and your purple grapes and your, you know, your green wrap-ups and it's just really, or your sugar snap peas. And I think it's a really cool way to reemphasize when you talk to them about eating the rainbow, it's kind of fun to put together a lunch that looks like the rainbow. And so it really keeps them, you know, I think when you open up your lunch as a kid and it looks like a rainbow, you like that, right? And it makes you happy (laughs) and you remember that. And so I think there's so much emotional that we know that plays into food. So when you open up your lunch and it makes you feel good because it looks like a rainbow, then you you associate feeling good with the foods that are there. And that's I think that's an underestimated piece of keeping kids wanting to eat those foods. It is. And I can remember my dad, he loved packing my, my, our lunches. And um, I can remember, now that you're saying that, I can remember even being in high school and opening my lunch and, and having, like, he knew – you know, he, one day he would make a salad and he would switch it up. I didn't have the same thing every day. It wasn't anything extravagant, but that like feeling that I got when I opened it up, I was like, Oh, you know, although at that point I probably should have been packing my own lunches now. That I think about it. 
Um, yeah, but even but you know, dad, dad's like that. Yeah, I noticed that about did. my husband. He loves. He loves to pack the lunch, and I have. I've gone through that conversation where I'm like, you know, I think the kids, they're, they're like, old enough. We should be teaching yeah. them that responsibility <laughs> and this and that. And he's like, I know what I like doing it. And I'm like, you he, know, he I, does, you can't yeah. argue with that, you know? He does. He's the guy now, even to this day, like, when he gets up, he cuts grapefruit. He cuts it for my mom and has it ready for her <laughs> in the morning. And I think he's not doing it because he has to do it. No one's telling him he has to do it. He just truly right. – enjoys that and even like the little notes he would write and things like that yeah. it's just and I do that now I um we have one of our blog contributors has these fun um note cards that she does and we actually I think have some downloadables on our site too that you can print out um if you're looking for those we'll link up to them but I I try to put those in their lunch every day and especially That's this awesome. week on the first week because I feel like there's a lot a lot of um you know, I don't want to say anxiety, but a lot of changes and they're yeah. filling oh, their I way. Was, and... Yeah, I was very, I had a lot of anxiety. Going back to school, it's very, very hard for me. So it's always, it is, it's a nice thing when you can, you know, you're, you open up your lunch, you open up your snack and there's that little reminder from home that somebody is really hoping you have a great day. I think that, that goes really, that goes really far more, you know, just like you're remembering, just like we're sitting here and remembering things mm -hmm. from when we were kids. It means much more down the road than we realize it does in the moment. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Now like I'm thinking back to all of that. So very nostalgic. So lunch boxes. <laughs> yay. Um, yeah. Well, okay. So to close out our conversation, um, and keep, we don't want to go too long, but to close out our conversation, this was something I really wanted to ask you about. Um, the trends you are seeing in child nutrition in stores, and if there's anything that you can share with families, um, you know, along the lines of new trends. Yeah, so I think you touched on it a little bit with the bento boxes and really the deconstructed meals, uh, like the ones you guys have on your website right now that maybe uh, you can provide a link to, but the mm -hmm. DIY nacho lunch boxes, the power protein power lunch boxes, those sort of deconstructed things. I think about it like the old, you know, the, you can buy them already pre, you know, the pre-made ones, but mm -hmm. they maybe not of the best quality, right? You know, with the crackers and cheese and pepperoni, but now you're making your own where the kids can put things together with a little bit better options. So I think those deconstructed lunches, I also think that it's important to recognize for parents that the days of, you know, peanut butter and jelly and chips are kind of, you know, that was just staple items, but there are so many different cultures that are intertwined in our schools now, which is great because kids are seeing a lot uh, of different cuisine of their classmates than we may have seen when we were growing up. And so they're mm -hmm. intrigued. And so I think it's awesome to kind of, you know, latch on to that and see what sorts of things are they seeing other people have that they would really like to try. I think there's opportunities there. So a lot of diversity in different cultures uh, that are taking that are taking place right now, and I think I just got the list of some of the classes that are coming up with some of our dietitians over the next month, and they're doing really fun things. You know, they're as always trying to keep people aware. Fall produce. There's one of them's doing a fall produce eating tour. Um, mm. You know, quick and healthy mm -hmm. snacks, back to school prep, and powerful lunches, and and things like busy moms and dads, you know, I think it's all about everybody's busy. And so how can we help people make things quick and easy? And I think that's a bonus of the deconstructed because you're just putting all the ingredients in there. You're not actually making it. So it's yes. like a time saver too. Yes, for sure. My girls love those deconstructed 
those deconstructed meals anytime. I feel like they could eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Actually. Yeah, I know. I do it sometimes. I come home at night and I want something good, and but I'm exhausted, so I say, you know what? I'm just going to cut up a bunch of veggies. I'm going to have some hummus, maybe a few pieces of some leftover chicken last night, so a couple little strips, and I'm just going to make a little plate, and that's it, and that's dinner. It's just you know cold raw stuff, um, simple, easy. I don't have to be standing over a hot stove, um, but. It's it's all good food for me. It, so I think thinking outside the box of what something has to look like and just being open to what good stuff you want in there and you take a lot of your, your, the stress and pressure away. Yes, that's the goal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Take always. all of that away. So, yeah. well, Anne, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to chat today and all that you do at Hannaford's, Hannaford Stores to create a healthier generation. Hopefully we can have you back on um, in the future to the Healthy Family Project. And I look forward to just continuing to be in touch with you and provide resources to you all at Hannaford Stores and sharing back and forth. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for having me and giving me the opportunity to share. Um, We love the Produce for Kids boxes at Hannaford. So thank you so much for those. Thank you, Anne, for all you do and for helping us create a healthier generation. Thanks for listening in today. I hope all of you are going to be checking out your local grocery store to find out what kind of nutrition services they offer. The opportunity to have a nutrition guru at your fingertips, and for free sometimes, is just mind-blowing. Anne is definitely a wealth of knowledge, and if you have any extra questions for Anne or about retail dietitians, you can send those to us at healthyfamilyproject at produceforkids.com. And be sure to check out the show notes for relevant links. We'll We'll add all of those over there. Um, Many thanks again for joining us on this journey. We are excited to celebrate episode 10 and really excited to see where we go from here. If you can, please leave us a rating in the app store and tell a friend about the Healthy Family Project. The bigger we make this project, the bigger difference we can make in the health of our families. And if you're looking for us on social media, you can find us as Produce for Kids on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and Instagram, as well as YouTube. A big thank you from the Produce for Kids family for your support. We are very grateful for all of you and grateful that we can continue to have these valuable conversations. Be sure to subscribe. Talk soon.